The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 1105 and right back at it, Pinpoint Health Show. Look at that. Oh my God. I know. I'm not used to this. Studio changes, cameras and microphones and everything new. But the microphones used to hang from above. Yeah, now I can see your face nonstop. I know, it was a little better when I couldn't see I know, I'm grimacing a little bit, to be honest. (laughs) You shaved the beard down, looks good. Yeah, it's okay, I was starting to look like it was 104, (laughs) so pretty white, buddy. Yeah, well, I mean, the length is there, looks good. What's going on? Uh, Nothing. What do you got for us today? Well, I got a sore back and sore hamstrings and all kinds of stuff. You'll be the doctor today, I'll just be the That's a great plan. Yeah, well, that's a really good plan. Come on, after three and a half years, has it been that long? You should, uh, you should know some Damn. stuff now. Damn, Damn. yeah. So, yeah, no, it was a good, very good week uh, in terms of a lot of interesting things. Mm-hmm. Um, over the last few weeks, I mean, we we're back to our regular airtime, obviously, yes. um, with the uh, uh, what was it, the auto the show. auto show? Yeah, stuff going on. it was uh, stuff was going on. So um, the show times were a little different, but we had a lot of. Uh, Good content on those shows, but if you miss them, you can always uh, get those through the Global News uh, um, website and then through the the sublink for the the podcasted um, things. But yeah, so I mean, one of the big things we've been talking about um, in the last few weeks is the spine related stuff, yes. and I'm, I mean, I'm hammering this home a lot, and I'm speaking about spine related complaints specifically low back. Um, not because it's the only thing, but because of how prevalent it is. Mm-hmm. And it's a big thing that affects a lot of people. And I was actually at a, doing some specialized training for a new role um, that I'm doing with uh, in affiliation with uh, what are called the rapid access clinics for low back pain. And, you know, we were doing some specialized training around um, low back pain and, and the its management, its diagnosis, its treatment, all of these different things. And... It's just every time I hear it, it's just so incredible how many people are affected with low back issues, um, low back pain specifically, and and how poorly managed it is. That's that's the biggest aspect, right? It's and I already know this, but again, every time you hear something that you know, it just reinforces it further. And and part of this program is seeing patients and and going through case studies of people that are mismanaged and the mismanagement that exists for low back pain is, it's scary. Why do you think? Why do I think that it's mismanaged? Yeah, so much, so much so. Because I think I think the whole setup to some extent is sort of wrong. Um, I mean, in speaking specifically about Ontario, I guess the mentality of most people is, okay, you wake up or whatever happens and you get some low back pain mm-hmm. and you probably don't do much in the beginning. Like I would assume that that would be the first line of defense for most people is like, ah, my back hurts a little. I think that's probably a normal thing. I'm not going to, unless it's very severe, like if it's an acute, you know, you can't move, then I think people would intervene. Right. But I think the the times where it sort of starts like, man, it's a little sore. There's I'll something going up. on. Yeah, yeah I'll, you know, I'll wait a few days and then a few days becomes a few weeks. And then all of a sudden you start getting worried because you sit there thinking, geez, like nothing has happened. Like this isn't getting any better. It's been a couple weeks. So what's what's next? Typically, I think, and again, I'm going sort of with what I'm assuming is the natural progression or what I've heard to be, um, is then all of a sudden you're presenting to your family doctor, usually. And your family doctors, and and they will tell you this themselves, this is not me speaking on any family doctor's behalf, 
they're not the best equipped to deal with low back mm-hmm. pain. It's, it's a very, very particular thing. It's very, very specific. And they're not very well equipped to deal with it. And they don't understand it to the extent that other professionals um, like chiropractors or physiotherapists understand it. And so what ends up happening because they don't understand it to that extent is most of the time the referral to the physio or chiro is made. People often don't follow through with that referral. And so they go back and they, you know, maybe they're also given a medication. So they say, okay, well, that's easier. So I'm going to try and take medication. So they take their medication. um, And then again, it probably doesn't work all that well. And so they're not getting any better. They go back to the family doctor. And now all of a sudden this is progressive. It's not getting better. I've tried the medication. I didn't really want to go to therapy. and, And so here's where I am today. And now the question becomes, and, and the whole point of the program is what happens there is referral for specialized imaging, x-ray, MRIs, Rise. useless. Like I legit, it's incredible how many people want these things and how much information it does not provide us. It's, it's just, it's, it's baffling. And so, so now all of a sudden you're waiting. So you're also not intervening because these things take time to get right. So, mm-hmm. so let's even assume things in a perfect world, a couple of weeks go by, you get an MRI, uh, you now look at this MRI with your family doctor. There's a bunch of scary stuff there. Be- not that it's really scary. It just sounds scary. Now you think you have these massive problems. So now you yeah. start to make this worse in, in your, your own head. head. Yeah. It's the psychology comes into play. Then all of a sudden after the psychology has come into play, now you're off to see a surgeon. You're waiting then and, and you're waiting a few months to see a surgeon only to see a surgeon for them to tell you, no, this isn't no. something surgical. Like I don't, I don't deal with this stuff. I don't, I don't yeah. treat back pain. I treat Yeah. And where are you now? You've gone six, seven months um, with this low back pain that started six or seven months ago out of nowhere. It was very, very benign, very, very treatable, treatable. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're in a chronic phase and now you're facing a monster, right? Like now you're dealing with a massive issue and that massive issue um, starts to scare you because and and it's just a snowball effect. And you've lost confidence in the medical system now because it wasn't handled properly. Exactly. And then right. and then the things that you start to hear people will start to say, well, you know, now now it's more complicated and it's going to be more difficult to deal with. And yes, and that's the consistent message that I hear when I see patients is like, I've lost confidence. There's it, none of it's going to work anymore. Yep. Um and so this is the spiral effect of something that seems so simple and that most people seem to think is so um, simple, and there shouldn't be much to it, but it ends up becoming something pretty serious. We'll continue talking about it. Uh, Want to reach out? We'd love your phone calls. That's where we are uh, live doing this show at 1111 Pinpoint Health Show, 416-870-6400. We'll be right back after a short break. Global News Radio, 1116. Yeah, phone lines are wide open, 416-870-6400. You have some uh, physical issues and questions. Bring them on over the next 45 minutes. That's why the Pinpoint Health Show is here. You want to reach out otherwise, one 855 Five five Doctor Lou D R L O U and Pinpoint Health on social as well. The uh, great content, man, continues to go up. Thank continues you. to go up. Thank you. You know, we often we've I think God, it must have been three years ago. We 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 were probably talking low back at some point, and we kind of joked around saying, you know, it seems like there's the proliferation of low back problems with humans. It's like we stood up too quick. We should still be on all fours. Like it's like you said, everybody's got a low back problem. Where's it come yeah, from? I mean, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it has to do purely with the, I guess, what would be the the morphology and anthropology of, of being human, right? Like yeah. The fact that we went from probably being on all fours or at the very least being able to use our arms more um, to, get, to get around to just being upright, 
right? Like it's provided a massive advantage for us to advance as a civilization. And I mean, like anything, there's going to be pros and cons. Sure. And the con being that, you know, back issues are common. And again, we've gone through this multiple times on the show where when we you look across different cultures, no different. You look across different genders, no difference. You look across different times in history since we've been recording mm-hmm. back pain, no difference. Uh, different socioeconomic status, no difference. Like there might be a difference there with its management, but in right. terms of the its prevalence. It's all of us. It's all of us. It's 80% of the population, maybe a little bit more, at some point in their life will experience low back pain. The other big problem with low back pain is being the fact that this idea that people believe that it's just something that happens and then should go away, right? There there needs to be, I guess, like a paradigm shift to understand Mm -hmm. that low back pain is a condition that then is with you and that when it's with you, right. now you need to manage this. So how, what is the long-term management? And really digesting that becomes very important. 416-870-6400 is the number. Tom, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in this morning. How are you? No, not bad, I guess. Good. What's, uh, what's uh, going on? Well, I had that back problem where I would uh, um, get up in the morning and I would have to lift my legs in the truck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get to work and then get out of the truck. And once I got moved around a bit, I was fine Yeah, with a little bit of muscle relaxant. So I went to the doctor, and he was about as useless as it came. He, he got me some Robaxa set with codeine. Right, yep. So I got that. And then I said, well, well let's go try a chiropractor. And I knew one, which Dr. Thick. Yeah, let's not use any names. Okay, okay. I, I went to a chiropractor. Yep. And uh, she was using a, a, a thing on me, like a Dr. Ho okay. type of thing. So I said, oh, that's nice. And I was down in Vegas once, and they had it for sale. So mm-hmm. I bought it, and right. I use it. Yep. Am, am I masking, or is it just something I should, you know, every time I feel a little tightness, I use it, and it makes me go again? Yeah, so... I mean, when it comes to low back pain, so passive modality. So I, I, I always speak about the passive interventions that you can do for low back pain and then the active interventions. Passive is anything that can be done to you where you're not actually participating. So whether that's taking a pill or putting a TENS machine like that Dr. Home machine on your back or a therapist, you know, pushing on muscles or manipulating right. your spine, all of those things where you're not, you're just a, by, a, a bystander Bye. essentially is a passive intervention. Though all of those things are very good in acute exacerbations, right? And and what that means is if you all of a sudden flare up really bad for whatever reason. Now, for some people, some you might this is the funny thing because all of those things are good, but they're not all good for the same person. So you might speak to somebody who says manipulation was the key. You might speak to somebody else that says, no, me taking a medication was the key. Or someone else says a massage was the key for Mm -hmm. me. Another person will say acupuncture, whatever. The point being that that's more about meeting up the intervention with the individual on what works best for them. But as a group, they're known as passive interventions. Those passive interventions are very, very good in those acute scenarios. Where they suck is in the chronic states. Right. And in the chronic state, that's where the active care, active participation, meaning the stuff that you as a person need to be doing in the form of 
various exercises, stretches, oh, modifications yeah, to your life, like everything, yeah. anything like posture related things, anything where you are now right. the active participant where, you know, every minute you have to be thinking about, okay, what's the next thing? What do I have to do? That's the key in the chronic issues. And that's what's missing. And that's missing twofold. Number one, a lot of practitioners prefer that because you can, I mean, it's easier for a doctor to give somebody a pill than it yep. is to walk them through exercises. Oh, God, yes. It's easier for a chiropractor to manipulate a spine. It's easier for a gotcha. physiotherapist totally. to push on a muscle and show stretches. But what really, it's really what matters is what you are doing the rest of the time. That's the management aspect, right? So I want to know what I do the rest of the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> probably how I got to that position anyway. Right. But that's what I mean. Then that's the active component. So you can mask it all you want, but if you don't focus on the solution, then it'll probably just continue to get worse and worse. Hang on, Tom. We'll get back to you here in a sec. Got to take a uh, quick break. They'll stand by 416-870-6400. Pinpoint Health Show continues. Give us a call. We got time right here on Global News Radio. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Pinpoint Health on social, Facebook, Instagram, lots of good content to be watched and learned uh, there anytime. You want to uh, reach out, one 855 doctor Lou, when we are not doing the show. Tom, I want to get uh, get back to you. Hang on, Andy, we'll get to you as well. Tom, when, uh, how did this all start, do you know? Or how long, how long has it been going on? Well, it's probably 10 years, maybe more. Yeah. Yep. I I also blessed with a sway back, sway back, like a back that curves, the spine that curves. A scoliosis? I don't know what the hell it is. It's just, it's hereditary in the family that right. the back curves in and your stomach goes out, but that's besides the point. Okay. Yeah, I mean. But I do tires. I, I run a tire shop, so I'm constantly oh, man. bending up and down. And you know what? That's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Because oh. it keeps me. Mo- I don't have to go to the gym. Well, I mean, again, it's not about the gym. It's about the specific exercises yeah. that strengthen the stabilizing aspects of the spine. And I can promise you that tires, sitting at a desk, going to the gym, none of those things do that. That's why there's very specific things and very specific professionals that you should be working with to strengthen those areas. But. I mean, that, that's totally up to you, right? That's the active component. When something's yeah. been going on for that long, it's about managing it the right way. If you're, if you're ever interested in looking for the, the real management, right? I don't even want to say solution because solution will make you believe that there's yeah. a way that it'll make it go away forever. It's not yeah. about it going away forever. It's about managing it to a mm-hmm. point where you don't necessarily think about it. Day to day, does it ever acutely exacerbate? Of course, but you will minimize its chances of doing that. You'll minimize its intensity if it does happen. You'll minimize its frequency and how long it lasts. And those are all positive things for the management of low back pain because, I mean, you've, you've gone through it now for 10 years. It can be, it can affect your life every single day. And, and you can get to the point where it, at the very least, is not affecting your life every single day if you do the right things. Yeah, I understand. Yep. Okay. Makes Perfect, total Tom. Sense. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Feel free to reach out again. One eight five 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 five. Doctor Lou. Info at pinpointhealth.ca as well. Andy, thanks for uh, being patient. How are you this morning? I'm well, and yourself? Good, sir. What's uh, what's your concern? Well, I have one leg, my left leg, specifically. When it's really warm out, or you know, anytime my legs get warm. My left leg, sw- from the knee down to my foot, swells like you wouldn't believe. 
whether I'm sitting in a chair for a long time or whether I'm walking a, a marathon. How old are you? One leg, 55. Okay. How's your health otherwise? Well, I'm healthy. I just had a physical, so everything's good. No diabetes. Okay, but know. outside of not having disease, how's your health in terms of weight, diet, all those types of things? Well, I eat healthy food. Okay. Uh, my weight, I lose about 20 pounds, but okay. other than that, yeah, I mean, um, I'm active all the time. I was in a car accident earlier last year, yeah, which I'm I'm getting better from, but so my my activity is getting more and more. Mm-hmm. But just the one leg. But when I go to sleep at night, you know, my leg will go back down to normal. Yeah, I mean, so it, to me, it sounds like you know one of the things that I think you need to have investigated is the vascular component of the leg, right? So there's potentially a peripheral vascular issue going on. Um, so getting someone to look into that is probably worthwhile. Um, at your age, other things like autoimmune stuff causing unilateral swelling, you don't. It's not really matching up in terms of the the symptomology that you're describing. No pain at night. It goes down at night. To me, it's it's sounding a lot like a peripheral vascular thing, and and it's you should see uh, a vascular doctor about that. All right. Okay. So my physician I, to recommend me to a vascular doctor. That's right. All right. Thank okay. you very much. No problem. Thanks, Andy. Follow up with us too once uh, once that happens. It's it's interesting. One leg, and then you'd think sometimes during the night that's when it gets bad, but he's the exact opposite, right? No, with vascular stuff, no, you're off of it, right? So you're not, right. you're, you're all of a sudden, you're turning gravity bearing. the other way around, right? Like you're making it even so it can be distributed more. That happens a lot, unilateral swelling on one side. It's typically a vascular issue. And, and I mean, there's ways to control that as well. Um, but, you know, I mean, definitely one of the things you mentioned was being overweight. That's not going to help anything like that. So, so that would be you know, quick first line of defense thing. If, if I, I didn't ask, but if he's a smoker or a drinker, none of that stuff is going to help that either. Um, so it's, it's important to sort of look at the total. That's, that's why, you know, what we do here on the radio is just very high level. Um, but it's not, it, we're not getting into the diagnosis, right? I'm not telling him for sure that he has that. Right. I'm saying I would get that investigated. You bet. Yeah. 416-870-6400. Plenty of time for you to call in, ask your questions just like Andy did. Uh, bring it on. Pinpoint Health Show right till 12 o'clock on Global News Radio. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Around 1131 here on your Saturday morning and plenty of time, 416-870-6400 to uh, call in, talk to uh, Dr. Lou. Pinpoint Health Show is what it is, pinpointhealth.ca. Check that out on social, lots of videos and lots of information online all the time as uh, as well. Get to, uh, to Mike. Hey, Mike, thanks for standing by. How are you? Okay. Good. What's up? I'm a 76-year-old, relatively healthy person, but uh, I've played squash in my past. But uh, I've been diagnosed with a severe chondrocalcinosis. So big, long word here. Okay, in what area? In my uh, knee. Chondrocalcinosis. Yeah, what the chondrocalcification, heck? maybe. Yeah, it's a, something to do with crystallization or something to that effect. So have you been told you have severe knee arthritis, essentially, is what I think I'm understanding? 
I would think, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I'm, I, you may not be reading the term right, but I, from what I can sort of deduce based on age and, and symptoms and sort of what you're saying there, um, it's probably knee osteoarthritis, like bone-on-bone contact. Um, and, I mean, yeah, that, that can create a big problem for sure in terms of pain. Um, how often are you in pain? Uh, like I said, uh, my doctor's just given me some, uh, I guess, anti-inflammatory. Yeah, so, but how often are you in pain? Are you in pain all the time, including nighttime? I would say maybe twice a day or something like that. For how long? It lasts for about a couple of minutes or something. And, and okay, so I mean, it doesn't sound like symptomatically it's bothering you a heck of a lot. Um, so when, when you have osteoarthritis, that's not you know, bothering you constantly, including nighttime, there's probably other conservative things that you can do to manage it outside of surgery. Um, but we would need to assess your knee and sort of look at it and, and make that recommendation specific on that. So I'm happy to do that if that's something you're interested in. Well, so I can contact you regarding? Yeah, yeah. But typically, the when we get, if you've left your name and number with the call screener, we can also arrange for someone to call you back if you like. Okay, okay. 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 Perfect. Thanks, Mike. Uh, appreciate that number again. One eight five 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 five. Doctor Lou D R L O U to reach out and uh, do so. Anita, thanks for hanging on. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine, thank you. How are you today? Good. What's up? Well, um, <laughs> I'm a bit confused. This uh, I had a hip replacement a year ago, mm-hmm. and I have my first dental appointment coming up uh, this coming Thursday. And you have to take antibiotics uh, an hour before you go or two hours before you go for, uh, uh, it's basically with the hygienist. But I'm just wondering what your opinion is yourself because it seems to be very controversial. Like some surgeons say after a year you don't have to bother, some say two years. My surgeon and his colleagues say life. And I don't like taking pills in the first place, but I got a prescription for 500 milligrams, and the pharmacist says uh, to take four of these two hours before going to the dentist. And to me, I'm a bit nervous. That's a lot. I think that's a question for your surgeon and your dentist. I can't recommend what someone else has recommended for you. Um, Everyone will have a different view on this, depending on you know, the research that they're looking at or things that are up to date. I'm not, I'm not a surgeon, so I don't actually know what the right answer is. Um, Typically what I will say to patients is that, you know, I think it's very, very important that when you have someone who has taken on the responsibility of your health, like your surgeon and your dentist, if they are recommending something, Mm -hmm. they are doing that because they believe it's the, the best thing for you. And, and, and they're probably informed. And so I see, you, I mean, you. I think you should have the conversation with them, and you ask them, like, you know, understanding where's the efficacy in that. Like, is there is this proven based on science? Is it based on their clinical experience? All of those things, and then you guys can all come to a decision together, including what you want. But in terms of, I think it's very, very dangerous, and people do this all the time, right? Where where they speak to their friends or someone else and say, oh, this is what my doctor recommended. And then someone else says, oh, my doctor doesn't believe in that. So right. you know, I'll do what I think. That That's not the right way to go about it. If you if, if this is what your healthcare team has recommended, I, I think that that's, um, that should be the plan. And if you have concerns, I think you should speak with them on it. 
Okay, well, okay. just to, to understand, I will do as I'm told by my surgeon. That That isn't the point, though. The point yeah. that I'm making, and I can tell you this, I went to my doctor. My doctor didn't even know anything about this, and I explained to her, well, I, because the dentist isn't going to give me a prescription, the surgeon's uh, yeah, office I, said you have to go to your family doctor. Now, yeah, I, I know the reasoning behind it, but your original question yeah. was whether I agree yeah, with yeah. it or not or what's my opinion. I I don't have an opinion is, is sort of my opinion on it because I think it's on a case-by-case basis probably, and, and they've made that based okay. on your case. Um, the theory okay. behind it is to prevent infection, right? So, so these replaced right. joints can sometimes get intra-articular infections that happen, and they can actually be quite nasty and very, very hard to treat. And dental procedures, um, for whatever reason, um, can is a, is unfortunately a way of spreading um, germs into the internal body that can find their way. So, you know, it's it's something that. Uh, you know, is a recommendation, I guess. But again, it's it's. I would assume that it's probably on a case by case basis, no. understanding everything about you, and that's the plan that they've made. But I don't, I don't have a general opinion um, per se. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's great. Uh, thank you very no much problem. for your opinion. Thank you. Appreciate your uh, your time and your call, Anita. Tim, we'll get you in before the break. Good morning. How are you? Uh, not bad. How are you doing? Good, pal. What's up? Not much. Um, I just a question for the doc. Um, Recently, probably about six months or so, I've uh, been noticing in the evenings when I'm going to sleep or going to bed that um, I'm getting some itching, like, on in my legs and feet. And sometimes it gets, like, to the point where I want to just itch my skin off. Um, nothing's really changed diet-wise or, you know, laundry detergent. I think it was an allergy at first. Um, I did take a Claritin to see if it would help, and it did a little bit, but nothing crazy. So I'm just kind of w- wondering what would be causing that. So I, I think you need to go see somebody about it to get it diagnosed properly. It's, I mean, it could be allergic, right? An allergic yeah. reaction. It could be an infectious thing like a fungal infection. Um, sometimes nerve issues can create an itchiness factor. Uh, sometimes internal problems um, can create uh, um, itchiness in the body. Um, okay. So, you know, I think those are... There's a bunch of things, right? Like it's one symptom that is nonspecific, could be related to multiple things. To sort of play a guessing game is a dangerous thing. I think sure. I think I think the best thing is it's been there now for a little bit. Go get that investigated. And 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 a lot of those things could be ruled in and ruled out with a good history, good physical exam, and maybe some yeah. low level blood work. So I think that that would be my recommendation for you is and that's usually my recommendation for everyone for everything is right. is stop the guessing game on your own. That's why professionals exist. Um, yeah, stop the Google machine. And- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, big exactly. time. Well, because, you, I mean, your thought process is not wrong, right? Like, I, I like the your idea of going to an allergic reaction first and foremost, but, you know, clearly taking the, the anti-allergy medication didn't work. So at some point, you got to consider what the other options are. But, you know, some of those things... Are not are are no joke, right? Like an allergic reaction is not going to kill you, right? And you can live with it. And fungus isn't going to kill you either. But if it's some type of neurodegenerative thing, which is very unlikely, by the way, but I'm okay. just sort of throwing this out there, that's no joke. And sometimes liver and pancreatic issues can cause pain or weird itchiness throughout the body. That's probably no joke either, right? So you don't. Yeah, that's re- another thing too. Yeah, because yeah. I do. Um, I do consume a fair amount of beer throughout the week. So well, then yeah, then, so then there, but that's the point. Of, yeah, exactly. So that's the point of seeing a professional because once okay. you give start to give those pieces of information to someone yeah. 
to a professional, all of a sudden they start to do their investigating work. And now that you're saying that, right, like that's that's not a joke. You, you want to make sure that it's not related to that. Okay, great. Okay. Thanks for your help. No problem. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate your call. You want to reach out further, one eight five 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 five. doctor Lou. That is the doc's number. You can go to pinpointhealth.ca as well. More of your phone calls, 416-870-6400. you got some more time. It's the Pinpoint Health Show. It's right here, Global News Radio. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is uh, 1144 Pinpoint Health Show. You'll want to reach out uh, to Dr. Lou anytime. Info at uh, pinpointhealth.ca, 1-855-55-Dr. Lou is the, uh, the way to go. I just mentioned we got a lot of Franks calling in the morning. And, and we just uh, got a Frank. Got another Frank. Hey, Frank, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing, guys? There's Frank. It's Fred Frank. What's going on, pal? Yeah, I, I guess I didn't get to you right away. I'll yeah, tell you what. On. The caller, the caller that uh, had a, the itching problem. Yep. On his, it, I believe it's a skin itching problem that's just adamant at any point in time. Pretty well. Is that the? He said. No, he said it before he goes to bed. Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's. I'm interested I, to know that, where that's going, Frank. Yes. Well, I had that. I've had that problem for a long time. Okay, you may not have had the test. same problem as him, though. You may have just no, had a similar symptom. But, but if if I could just relate once, I wonder if he goes under a condition where he has elastics on his on his his tight his, his clothing is tight. this compression on his skin, which which uh, stimulates the situation. Now, to my situation, it wasn't it wasn't a blood problem. I waited for many years, had a number of blood blood tests, but I, and I take dioxin. A, a um, Incredible doctor has given me that, and, it, and I have to, as you all know, it's more than antihistamine, but it subsides it when I'm going to bed. That's all I want to offer. Dioxifen, you might want to ask his uh, physician as to whether that is flexible in his case. I'm sure his physician will, will go through all the potential causes and make the recommendation. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, like your program. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Appreciate that. So there you go. Yeah. I'm always hesitant with that type of stuff, right? Because that goes back to what I was talking about where mm-hmm. people, you know, Oh, my friend does this, or I did this, and everyone thinks that every single itching problem or every single back pain problem is always the same thing. It's the big thing here is that it is always, always individual. Yes, and you need professionals to make the diagnosis and recommendation. And moreover, there's something I think that's a little bit. Da- I think a few weeks ago, or maybe it was last week when we did the show live on the Sunday, and it ended off with somebody calling in that was really pissed off about doctors and you know they go in and they say they want this test this test this test and the doctor doesn't want to do this test this test that's not the point of this right like you this is not a vending machine right you don't come in and say here's what i want uh do it you know this is the reason it's a professional for a reason now you may want to have a dialogue i think a dialogue is important where you can offer hey what about this doc what do you think about this but to just go somewhere and start telling someone, hey, oh, give me these pills. This is all I want. This yeah. is what you got to do, A, B, C, D. That's not the point of having a healthcare professional, right? You want them to use their expertise to come to ideas, brainstorm those ideas with you, go back and forth. I, I, I also don't think it's right when doctors don't um, create any type of dialogue with a patient. That's equally just as wrong. Mm-hmm. But this, it's a two-way street, I guess, is my point. It's it, it's kind of strange because people, especially now, rely so much on not only friends and family. That's always been the case, but there's so much Google. Yeah. So people yeah. come with a pre uh, preconceived uh, preconceived set of ideas. Maybe that, you can fix this, Doctor Lou. This is what I read. You should do. 
Yeah, yeah, and and that's why you know again going back to the example of the low back pain stuff. That's one of the reasons why everybody wants an MRI, right? Because if you look up low back pain, right. been going on for three months, bothers me at this time of the blah blah blah. You know, you're gonna get some scary diagnoses in there. You're gonna get some scary things that don't happen very very often, almost non-existent. But that's what's gonna come. Like it's about becoming sensational too right like the the internet is there because the the stuff that gets clicked on more is the stuff that's sensational you're not gonna click on the benign issues you're gonna pick the you know the very very rare chance that it's spine cancer or something right. like that and then all of a sudden you start freaking out and and think oh geez that, this is what i'm dealing with it's a tumor in my spine is it lupus you're is damn it lupus? right yeah. i want an mri and and yeah. you know what if your doctor thought that that was the case they would get you that mri that's that's an indication for it but most people don't need that stuff and 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 when you're getting that stuff done, you're, it's just a useless test. And then you're going to see incidental things, which means things that are just normal, but... Because you know. it's in Latin, it looks incredibly scary, Yeah, is exactly. what you're saying, it's, yeah, right? It's a medical language, and then you're reading all these things that's like degenerative disc disease. Subluxation like, of the L4, L5. Well, I'm sub, done. I'm subluxation's done. a bad one, right? Like if you're, if, <laughs> like that's if it's me. Partially, bad example. If it's partially dislocated, yeah. yeah, that's not a good thing, right? Those There are some terms that are bad, like legitimately always bad. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, it's it's very, very important. Now, do you mean subluxation in like the chiropractic sense yes. or, okay, that's yeah. different. Yeah. A, a subluxation in medical sense, the way I use it, even though I'm a chiropractor, but I don't use that model of care, is um, a subluxation for me is a partial dislocation of the joint, which is different than some chiropractors believe in this principle of a, of a subluxed joint for nerve flow. That's a totally different okay. aspect. When I say right. that term, I'm speaking with the medically... There's dislocation and then there's a subluxation, which is not a full dislocation. That's an emergency, right? So, um, so it's it's it is different. Four one six. Now eight, that I've confused everyone. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll take a, a short break and right back. And we got a few minutes to uh, call and ask your questions as well. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Pinpoint Health Show. On Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Down to the uh, nitty gritty a few minutes here. 416-870-6400. You want to call in and ask a question, now would be a good time to do it. Indeed. Yeah. It was a great show. I love. I lo- my favorite thing about this show is is the questions, yeah. right? It's it's very easy for me to talk about a million different things, but I really like to to get a sense of what people are thinking about because then it, I can go in that tangent. I can mm-hmm. sort of answer the question. So, and and that's also the point of one eight five 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 Doctor Lou. If you have questions, give me a call, um, leave me a message, or 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 if if you catch me live, um, we could speak about whatever your question is. Why? There's nothing to lose, right? Typically, when it's something that, you know, same thing that happens here on the show, if it's something that I think needs to be assessed further by me, I'll make that recommendation. Or you've seen today, most of the recommendations have been go back to whomever you're dealing with and and deal with it or maybe consider this or that. But that's how it happens. So there's nothing to lose by either calling me at 1-855-55-DRLOU or sending an email Mm -hmm. to uh, info at pinpointhealth.ca. I think a lot of the time you spend you spend time, and you've mentioned this before in the clinic, and, and sometimes here in the show, people will call in and say, you know, I've been to everyone, I've seen everyone, there's nothing you can do. 
Bad attitude. Not a good start, man. Nope. Bad attitude. Not a good start, right? How do you combat that? Um, I'm pretty honest. I'm pretty honest when people come in and say those types of things. I I sort of will uh, will give them the, a, a dose of reality and let them know that that type of attitude is probably the hindrance towards them getting better because. Listen, at the end of the day, the, the idea of a placebo, which is the idea that if you have a belief that something is going to help you, whether it actually has an effect or it doesn't, it helps you. There's also a nocebo, which is the opposite. If you have the belief that nothing is going to help you or that this will be negative, then that's that's a possibility, right? And and I, I truly, genuinely believe in healthcare. The future is the mind, is understanding the mind and how to change it, how to manipulate it. That is the future. And... If you believe that you're doomed, that there's nothing that anybody can do for you, I don't care what the intervention is with what the best evidence is, it's not going to help you. If that is your mindset, then you're, you're, you're self-defeating. And if you're defeatist from the, from the get-go. It's, you're, you are making a mistake, a big, big mistake. Do you see any expansion in the healthcare realm? Because I know you're, you, you don't just hang around your clinics and work on people. You're, you're more all-encompassing than that. Do you see any more strides being made in that regard? I think at the very least, there's more of an awareness around mental health for sure, which is a start. But now I think we need to start accepting how important the manipulation of the mind is important for treating things, right? And even the idea of placebo, some people will say, oh, well, it's a placebo. But like, if it works, it works. Who cares? And I've said a million times, though, if it works, like even just the positive interaction that a doctor can have with a patient is a form of a placebo. But if it works, why not use it? My biggest problem is if someone's selling a placebo type of item and it, you know, it happens to cost $35,000 for this treatment. Well, now you're just ripping people off, right? But there are very simple ways that you can incorporate placebo by interactions, by education, by those types of things where you could, and you could do it yourself by just changing that attitude and working on it. Now that doesn't happen overnight, but you can work at it. Let's get to John here. Hey, John, uh, thanks for hanging on. How are you? Hey, I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Good pal. What's, uh, what's on your mind? Um, about four years ago, um, I had uh, back pain and back troubles. And uh, one day I was standing on my deck and I had big shutter go through my back and I went right down to my knees. And basically, long story short, all I can do now in my left leg is bend my knee and bend my toes down. I've had multiple MRIs. Um, I've had big needles put into my uh, nerves all along my uh, leg. And all they could tell me is they know there's damage, but they don't know how and they don't know why. So prior to that jolt that happened on your deck, you said that prior to that you were experiencing back pain? Yes. How long before that were you experiencing back pain, honestly? Uh, Years on and off. And what did you do for it? Uh, Went to the doctor. They told me just to take... uh, you know, like anti-inflammatory stretch, so you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're ending the show with, because we're going to run out of time soon, but you're ending the show with the way I started. It's mismanaged, and it's mismanaged by by doctors. It's mismanaged by people, by doing the wrong things. Anybody that ever sees me for a low back, there are, once nerve damage happens, you, you, there's not much that you're going to do to reverse it. The goal, that's why people living with chronic low back pain shouldn't sit there thinking, oh, I'm just going to deal with it on my own or I'm going to deal with someone who's mismanaging it. If you listen to this show and you have low back pain, your case, John, is the example of why people need to to act right now 
and get in to see somebody, whether that's me or somebody else that they trust. I don't care, but somebody who knows the right thing, get in, get it diagnosed properly and get the management done the right way. Because the minute you don't do that and it progresses, this your story is what happens. And that, yeah. and it's a very, very sad thing. I'm happy you called because I think it exemplifies that. But unfortunately, there's not a lot that can be offered to you because once that nerve damage does set in, it's it, nerves don't regenerate. That's the problem. That's why people who are paralyzed, we, we're not, we're not, we're working. There's, we're working towards some advancements right. in that area. But in general, nerve damage is permanent. Um, yeah, and so. Yeah. You, you are the example of what I tell people when people, you know, they think it's just, oh, my back hurts a little. Well, yeah. this is well, what can I, happen. I'd like to say, too, the only thing that was weighing on my side is I'm 38 years old and I'm still very active. I was able to work good, out, work good. my muscles. Yeah, good. And I got back to work. And, and I'm not, yeah, it's all good. And I'm not saying that there's nothing that can be done for you. Give me a call. But it's a perfect way to end to highlight what I started with. You bet. John, appreciate the call. And uh, we're out of here. one 855 Dr. Lou, D-R-L-O-U, to reach out. Info at pinpointhealth.ca. We'll see you next time. Pinpoint Health Show right here. Global News Radio.